little baby. I mean, he's starting to be my favorite baby. I mean, he's always been my favorite baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, for babies. I used to really like the baby because just because like every song he's on, it's a hit. Like he is literally on every fucking song that's a hit. But little baby though is straight up fire. He's like really when he came on, coming out. Dude. When he came on that Drake fucking song, Ooh, uh, what's we, next? Or no, it's not what's next. It's wants it's and needs. Wants and needs. <clears throat> that was so fire it was so fire somebody made a fucking animated meme about it i remember that yeah and he comes in he like pushes drake to the side and he's fucking rapping and shit and drake's like well that was rude yeah <laughs> the, the producer's, producer's just, just like, like oh shit fuck oh my god out Congo Jones? It's eight. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan would be like, come to my party, be like, leave your brims at the door. <laughs> you gotta take your brim of your hat. You got scissors. Like, what do you expect me to do? She looks like Grimace had a baby with fucking Jabba the Hutt. All right, dog. What's up? Baby, you already know it's 108, and we, and we How got life some. Been? We got some stingers for you today. We, we got some stingers here on a Saturday morning in beautiful Wilmington, Delaware. Straight up, this sun is shining, baby. I know what I need. What's that song that goes? What's that song called? Um. Y'all ready for this? I want that to play whenever I go. Wilmington. No, I want. Dude, I could be Bruce Buffer. Dude, I want. I want Tokyo Jets to play. I could be Bruce Buffer. I can make that happen. We we introduce the 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 squad. I can make that happen. Hold up for me. Wow, Tokyo Jets is a lot of music. It's just one lady. Do you know that? Dude, we got to get a, uh, a sample of Duke Deuce going. Okay. I can okay. get that. Uh, I can make that okay. happen, too. Okay. We can make it happen okay. because okay. it's a wazoo and we're getting paid, okay, babies? Wilmington! I don't know if y'all remember, but the boys are getting paid. <laughs> We've been making cash. We are making cash. And we're friends with Duke Deuce, by the way. Yes. And he gave us permission to use his audio effects. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what's going on? For Saturday me, dog, morning. we just had a fucking night last night. We played some smish. We played some smish? We played some smish. We played eh? some uh, alligash. A little alligash or smash is what yeah. it was. That we, felt we good. We smoked on some heesh. Played some Mario Party. I haven't played Mario Party in a while. Dude, that was that was banger. Shit makes me want to get a Switch. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad, dude. But, I won't but wait. But wait. There's Dang. more. Now. But wait. Thank you, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> um, yeah, wait until a, like a new switch comes out because they were they announced a new switch and then they came out with that janky ass switch light. Switch light, and it doesn't it does everything a switch does except for dock to the TV, which is the best mm-hmm. fucking part. It's all the handheld, so it's mostly like a Game Boy yeah. version of a yeah. thingy. It's like the GameCube and but the Game Boy. But that's whack because it's not like 
multiple player. Could you ever play the Game Boy with a? Uh, I'm sorry, a GameCube with a Game Boy? No, because that's what the Switch is. Yeah, essentially, the Switch is a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, attached to a GameCube. Yeah. Change my mind. Well, with okay. um, it was actually Asian heritage. I would say it's it's more uh, of a PSP. You ever played the PSP? Handle? Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, I've played PSP. Now that's true though, because PSP could hook up to the PS3. That's right. And do remote play. Right. So you could. That was the first take your game on the go. Like it, the commercial was like a dude playing Naruto Ultimate right. Ninja Storm One because right. it's all the way in the day, and he finished a match, and then he transferred it to his PSP, and then he got okay. on the bus, dude. He got on the bus, and he was playing Change his flexing mind, on okay? everybody. Change my mind, okay? PSP came out way too early in time. Uh, that's a good-ass point, that it was, like, way beyond its time. Right. It should have been so much more popular. Yeah. Although, I'm going to counter this, Game Boy was already doing it. Yeah. Now, granted, you're playing PlayStation games on the bus mm-hmm. instead of Pokemon, right. but arguably... I don't really want to play PlayStation games on the bus. I want to play Pokemon on the bus. You know, it's simple, and I don't got to think and, like, pay attention to... uh, Here's what I think. PSP, Mm -hmm. they try to put too much graphics on too small of a screen. Mm -hmm. Game Boy had it locked. Fucking, like, 128-bit picture. The shit just was a little bit blurry, but it was pretty. They knew what they had to work with, and they knew you weren't there for the graphics. You were... You were there for the fun. Right. But back then when you're young, you know, you don't you're not giving a shit about the graphics. You thought anything looked real. Shit. That is so true. Now, uh, game now Nintendo actually did it right too. Like I have the adapter for um the game the GameCube, uh-huh. right? You put a you put a a blank disc in. Yeah, it's like a special disc and then you could insert uh GBA games. To game to the GameCube. Yeah, there's like a slot I've seen underneath. That. I, you had that, I remember. Yeah, I remember. You play Pokemon on yeah, it. Yeah, and you just you were plug so in proud. a GBA game, and you could play it on the TV, which uh-huh. was fucking awesome. It was but all it big was and any shit. any GBA game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was big. It was on a fucking 60-inch TV with fucking 120-bit graphics. Same dude. resolution. Dude, that shit got me geek, bro. You miss those days? Absolutely. When we used to play, we'd be playing Pokemon, like just doing it, you know, doing it big. Nothing's more nostalgic. <laughs> doing it big in the basement, <laughs> playing <laughs> nothing's, Pokemon. Nothing's more nostalgic than playing a Game Boy in the car ride home, and all you had was the street lights passing by, <sighs> and that was the only source of light. Because that was before that was the. Before the uh, you had a S- book light. Yeah, that was before the Game Boy Advance, like the the book light or the SP. The little squiggle, you plugged it into the USB and it squiggled up Uh and then it went over your screen. Yeah, the SP had the built-in light and that changed things pretty Shout out to the school book fair, dog. That's where I got my first one. Mm. School book fair slapped. Dude, uh, the scholastic fairs, oh my God. Dude, there's nothing like it these days. I said, Mom, you're going to have to give me my week's allowance. (laughs) Dude, it's like E3. It's like how E3 is today. It's like a Comic-Con. That's what the the book fair was. Dude, we should have fucking cosplayed at the book fair, dude. Junie B. Jones, bro, I could have pulled up as Junie B. Oh, dude, I should have pulled up as Harry Potter. I did one day. I did to the book fair. Yes, I had the like the big uh, like starry cloak, (laughs) and I had like the uh, the Gryffindor sigil on it. I don't know what I ever did with that, Mm, but threw it in the trash. Maybe yeah, probably should have saved it. It would have been hot to wear like as a robe. You know, you probably still fit in it. 
I probably do, actually. I remember my I librarian. Shrunk. My I li- shrunk since seventh, seventh grade. <laughs> Dude, my librarian cosplayed as Sailor Moon one year. No. Swear to God. No, she didn't. For, for, From book, Charter? for book character day. Now, we're talking back elementary, middle school. She knew what's up. She knew what she was knew up, Sailor dude. She knew. Pint, dude. She knew, dude. I bet she was single, and I bet she had four cats at home. Oh, did she? <laughs> dude, she was ready to get piped. By she had one cat with her, if you know what she I'm saying. Get, she had that fucking cat meow. Dude. I could hear it growling from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to get into this shit? Let's get into it, dude. <laughs> what are we reviewing first? It's been a hot... It's been a hot week of music, people. We recorded early last week, so we didn't get to talk about J. Cole's off-season. Yeah. But here we are, and it's been uh, we've been sitting on it for eight days, so marinating. let's talk about it. It's been marinating. Let's talk about it. How do you feel about J. Cole as an artist? Let's talk about how long it took him to come out with this album. I mean, his last album was 2018, and that was Kids on Drugs, K.O.D. Yeah, I think... Uh I think that was okay. It was decent. I I liked maybe one or two songs on there, but uh, for the most part, I thought it was kind of forgettable. KOD? Yeah, I thought it was... Well, um, let's refresh some people's memories, because there's a couple hitters off of KOD. He had ATM. He had... Uh, there was another one. Wow, dude, J. Cole gets hella plays. Yeah. Like... You're talking for some of these songs, quarter of a billion plays mm. off of an album that is arguably, for me, one of his lowest albums, yeah. one of his worst albums. Yeah. But yeah, because this was like his hype album, right? Like this was when Logic made uh, Everybody Flexecution and uh, Bobby Tarantino. Bobby Tarantino. Bobby Tarantino and Logic was like, I'm going to give them what they want. Oh, I'm going to give them the party music. Right. He's like, yo, why don't you This is the one for the party. The next one you hear is that's for the spirit. Remember when he said that? Yeah. That's his J. Cole's Bobby Tarantino. Mm-hmm. I, ATM, Motivate. Dude, yeah, this I, beat. I definitely thought this album was one of his laziest. Really want to know who Superman is? I used to listen to Motivate and my shoulders. This is what taught me how to shoulder work. Only two years ago, I learned how to shoulder work. Right here. Three years ago. Three. three years ago. I can't have no sympathy for fuck, nigga. Mm. All the shit I seen made my blood, nigga. Mm. Double like, that cup. doesn't even sound like him. Double up my cream, now that's a double stuff. Wait. Yeah. Please don't hit my phone if it ain't about no commas. Keep the peace like Dalai Lama, big body on us. Back at the base it. Hold up. Clench up. He exempt Sean Kempy. Keep that 40 on him. Go. Motivate. 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 Hot. I liked ATM. ATM was. Uh, ATM is amazing. Motivate. He's in. He had a bunch of really good shit on that album, but I thought it wasn't his most, uh, I don't know, like it wasn't, it wasn't prolific. Like for it's some just, reason, Forest Hills Drive felt prolific. Yeah. For Your Eyes Only felt mm-hmm. intimate. KOD, good message. Kids on drugs, rapping about how drugs is impacting people. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it hit for me. I don't know why that was. Maybe I need to go back and listen to it. It's been a while. Yeah. But here we are in 2021. He drops off season. Yeah. And uh, supposedly he's been working on it for a while. Yeah. He had to get back into the groove of things because I think he lost sight in really what he was trying to do and trying to accomplish. And I think this is a really good album, but I still feel like 
there was more that he could have expanded on in this album. Like, he is probably one of the best rappers, but um, he, like, I don't know. He's. I feel like in this album, he's just rapping about um, how much money he makes, which is like a standard subject rappers go off of. It's something that he doesn't normally go for either. Like he's not the money guy, yeah. you know. He's supposed to be humble. Yeah. He got the dreads. He dressed like a hobo. Right. He he stays in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's he's what he humble. preaches. You know, he's he's humble. But this one, I uh, obviously it's off season. Um, it's to show like what he's been doing in the meantime between these albums. Right. So this, this album was supposed to be about him. It's just I thought he could have just done a little bit more and expanded on like just what like his skill. Like I I feel like um, some of the there's there's actually a one song I actually cannot stand on this album and it's a hundred mil or whatever. I think that's the name of it. Okay, with Boss. Yeah, which just, Boss doesn't really have a feature. I feel like he's more like in the background. Yeah, I don't know, but um, but other than that, I mean, I had a good feeling about this album um but yeah just you know just that repetitive like how much money he's making vibe is 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 uh reoccurring in almost every song that he made so yeah i mean i think i read and just by listening this is album he talks about making m's more than he ever has in another album yeah he mentions it like 28 or 29 times which is making m's because um you got you and Alex touched base on this a few episodes ago that he had made it apparent that he did not want features mm-hmm. ever on his albums. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead finish that thought. What I thought his whole thing was that he was gonna do his whole like discography of albums with no features at all, and he actually he he stop that on this album and he's got a few features he's got boss he's got um who else little baby 21 savage yeah, moray black is on here yeah which i when this first dropped none of his features were credited like the song names didn't have right. featuring little baby right featuring like boss it, it's and like black what travis scott did yeah but now it does so i wonder what happened yeah, it there it does now yeah and i'm i I'm literally looking at this for the first time, like looking at the song names for the first time in a couple of days. I don't remember seeing that Black featured on Let Go My Hand, which is one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah. So yeah, my, I don't know what that's about. Say. It's just uh, my life. It has 21 Savage and Marais. Really? Yeah. What do you think he was getting at when he tried to space the letters out? Was he just trying to be edgy? I think so. Like, you know, it's it's hard to... Um... Well, let's explain what I'm talking about. The, the names of the songs... On Spotify. They're all lowercase. It's all, there's a, yeah. There's a space in between each letter. And a period between each word. Right. Like punctuation, spreading it out. I mean, how Which, does that play? What's that? Is I that like I, subtext honestly, for something? That like kind of annoyed me because one, it makes it harder to actually look up a song. I mean, kind of. But if I Googled Pride is the Devil, that's coming up. It's J. Cole. Yeah. But still, it's just like... Uh, it's J. Cole. It, they're, they're, it's just like a little technical thing that I feel like he was trying to make it more edgy, like you said. But like, what 
purpose does it actually serve? I don't know. It might have a reasoning. I mean, I would be interested to hear what his what his answer would be like. But like you know, we got spaces between the letters. Um, yeah, Astro World. Spaces between all, the letters. All the titles of the songs they were all capitalized. Yeah. that's fine, dude. Everyone's been doing that since yeah. that. Yeah, that's like a normal thing to do. And now. like uh, Denzel, he like switched some of the letters and the that numbers. was cool. That's I've never dope. seen anyone do that. And then he did like slash, and then yeah. Um, now that's sweet, but like. I don't know. I feel like that was like a very, very tiny detail that took away from the album. I don't know. That's so that's so minor. That it didn't really bother it's, me. It's so minor that it's actually major. I don't know about that. Maybe that's just from your perspective. You from know what I'm saying? From my perspective. All right. Let's get into is, the music a little bit. Substantially lower than yours. <laughs> from the ground up, this looks extremely major. Let's get into the music. Yes. So now, the uh, the actual album's twelve songs. It's only thirty nine minutes long, which is uh, it fits all the same bills that those other albums that we fuck with hit. Yeah, and I, I and I do short and sweet, baby. Think quality it, it over is, quantity. It, it is short and sweet, and it does have more quality. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I feel like he could have expanded. Also, like it's only forty minutes. That's if you look at his other albums. He, I mean, they're at least over an hour. What more do you want? Well, I'm not wanting anything specific. It's just I feel like I he just could have done a little more with the songs. I don't know. So Kids on Drugs was 42 minutes long. Mm. Four Souls Drive was an hour and two minutes long. So you got hour long albums, you got shorter albums. But this is not when I he released that documentary with this album, and when I when I watched that, I did not get the impression that sorry did not get the impression that. This was his like life's Best. work. Right. I got the impression that this was like for the last three years, my man has been practicing his craft mm-hmm. and been trying to find that next stage of his career. Mm-hmm. And this is the process. This is not the final product. This mm-hmm. is the process album. This is like, here's the shit that I've been learning. Right. And over the, you know, maybe these songs were recorded over the period of three years. I don't know. But I did not take this as like, this is my absolute best work. Yeah. This is the off season. This is what I was right. doing in the off season. This is my practice album. Mm-hmm. And the fall off, which is supposedly his final album, you know, fucking whatever that's worth. How many rappers retire? Maybe he's going to fall off. The fall off, he's doing it. And it's awesome that he's doing it because think about it. Most rappers don't get to determine when they fall off. Right. They just fall off. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, what happened to fucking E-40? He fell off. Right. And then in the background, you just hear, trapidocious. Right. But J. Cole makes an album called The Fall Off right. saying, fuck you. I make my own fall That's off. That's what everybody says about And J. then I'm Cole. out. He's like, you know. He, I don't play the he game. He will run the game until he wants to stop. Yep. And I think he mentioned in the documentary, he just has that one album left, yeah. and then he said he's done. Well, he's playing basketball in South Africa right now. Yeah. Or no, is it South Africa, or is it just a, a lower league division team? I, I think it's a, just a lower league division. I don't know where I heard South Africa from. I it would think it was me, because... <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> well, because like, did you hear he's playing was, in Japan? You know, I found an article on Reddit, and it just said he was going to start playing. But I sent some videos in the uh, Chiaotzu. Yeah, he, was, he got a layup. Yeah. He's not bad. Mm. My man Balls. Hey. J. Cole's tall as shit. Right. You got to be this tall to listen to this album. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> didn't listen. Um, so get into the music. Tell me what songs you liked and which ones you don't. I mean, the first song I think is the best. 95 has, South? Yes. It is such a strong introduction to the album. Yeah. Um, I think there's a feature on this song. 
Well, you got Killer Cam, Cameron in Cam the beginning. Cameron was the one. He's who, hyping right. up J. Cole, which right. that's legit. Right. Cam, Cameron is a legend, dude. And, and the Lil John sample. And then Lil John at the end. Throw your hood up. That's just Throw like, your hood to me, that's just like uh, paying homage to the fact, like, that's the time he grew up in, you know, listening mm-hmm. to rap. And uh, Cameron, Lil John, they were running this shit back then. And. Uh, <sighs> I th- I love this song. I thought it was really well put together. Um, you have a certain part of it you want to play? South, yeah. Uh, beginning, just, middle, honestly, end. just the beginning. I mean, it's. I remember when this. I remember I was up late, fucking night. You stayed up. I stayed up. You waited in line. Not specifically for this, but I w- I was up and I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Something right. Something right. <laughs> and I looked at new releases and this came out and so I fucking listened to this whole thing. Listen to that. So simple. Does J. Cole make his own beats? Yeah. That's in, what I in like the about documentary, him. He was in, it's like, you know, he was showing that he's been doing most of the work. Because he said, you know, um, rapping was no issue for him. He had a lot of skill in rap. But where it came for him to really grind out was production. Yeah, and, to actually make those beats yes. and put them up. Yeah. And to make quality. That's what's so... Like, I like listening to J. Cole stuff because you don't ever hear a producer tag. Yeah. There's never a take heat this too hard or what the fuck? Right. We the best. You don't ever hear that shit. So yeah. it's purely the music. It's c- the complete antithesis of fucking listen to a DJ. A hundred percent, dude. Yeah. And that's what was geeking me out when we played the interlude with the DJ Khaled yeah. sample. So, yeah, like listen to just these bars that he just opens up with. These fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your dirty song album do a measly hundred thou. Mm. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. Here it is. I'll be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi brother now. Mm. Trace- That's a Mario bar. Right. And we was playing Mario Party last night right. in preparation. Right. Put an M on your head. You Luigi's brother now. Mmm, J. Cole don't do it to him. He's a beast, man. So, so yeah. He always comes in with those uh, hot-ass corny slammer bars. Now, he did have a ton of of corny slammer bars. Yeah. Okay? He had a gopher bar. He had a Habitat for Humanity bar. It's And the thing about it is, is it's a good bar. But you know what's cool about good bars? Is that when the rapper delivers them and they pretend like they don't even know it's good. Right. But J. Cole, a couple times, delivers it. And he's like, I know this is good. Right. Like, I want to put it out there. See, back when he was younger and he was making like Forest Hill and things like that, he always, it was so common for him to come up with like a corny ass line. In in this album, I mean, I'm not saying corny was bad. I'm saying corny was good and funny and they were like super clever. Yeah. In here, it's like super rare. I mean, you got like maybe four or five sprinkled in on top. Like actually things that stick out to you? Yeah. Like the fucking gopher bar when he's talking about gopher mines or whatever. Um, I don't, I don't even know what that's on that bar. What's on? <laughs> I don't know the gopher bar, but it's a gopher bar, and I fucks with it. I thought it was funny as shit. So after ninety five South, dude, um, did you fuck with the twenty one Savage feature on my life? Yes, Amari, my life, applying pressure, uh, let go of my hand. All those are my favorite. I mean. 95 South, I think, takes the cream, you know, but let go of my hand and applying pressure, I think, are like my second favorite. But 
the 21 Savage feature on my life. That was a fucking hot, hot. And you know what? 21 Savage, I'll knock because he used to be so garbage. Yeah. But I'm glad he's chilling with J. Cole. Me too. You could just see how much better he's getting. It influences him it's so crazy. positively. And I, I look at that and I go, is J. Cole taking 21 under his wing? I think so. Or is 21 just that cool that they just hang out and they're friends? Like maybe, maybe just because better. 21's music – just because 21's music isn't like, you know, super heady mm -hmm. and sophisticated, that doesn't mean that he's not a sophisticated dude right. who likes to sit down in the studio and talk theory with right. J. Cole. I do wonder those I kinds of things. Maybe but maybe J. Cole sees maybe some self in uh, 21. So yeah. I think it's a bit, bit of both. Like they're hanging out. I mean, 21 was on the, the uh, documentary. Too, yeah, so they were hanging out in the studio. That, I mean, that takes a lot to actually have Talking theory. Else in that um discussion yeah you know? remember so, uh middle middle child the yeah. song stuck in the middle Dream of two it. generations i'm little bro and big bro all at once mm -hmm. just let the crib with young 21 savage mm -hmm. i'm about to go and meet jigger for lunch it's like yeah. it talks about he knows 21 right. and he says like he talks to kodak right. the young dudes you know mm -hmm. and uh he goes from the young generation to the old generation He's just that connecting force. Yeah, he's he's the middle child. Yeah. Did I say those lyrics word for word, by I the way? Because there's an N word in there. Did I say well, it? Well, no, I don't think you said the N word. Okay, good. I'll go back and make sure I, I edited it out. <laughs> I do got to make a note of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think 21 Savage progression. Like, if anybody who's listening, I want you to look up the 2016 XXL freestyle. So good. Of fucking Denzel Curry. <laughs> so good. Uh, what is it? Who is it? Lil Yachty? It's, y it's Yachty, Kodak, Lil Uzi, 21, and Denzel. Dude, what kind so of a super group? Hot. That's like so BTS. What's hot. that Asian boy band, BTS? Yeah. Or it's like One Direction, but yeah. just hood as fuck. Like right. the best boy they band. They came out with a new single too. It's called Butter. Okay. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, 21 Savage <laughs> is so god awful in that verse. He fucking even comes at the uh, the the DJ. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck song is this?" Who or, the fuck oh, picked Kodak? this sorry as beat? Yeah, no, that was Kodak. Kodak came it? out just straight yeah. up dissed the fucking yeah. producer. But anyway, 21 he has progressed so much since then, and honestly, I'm I'm glad because it's been five fucking years. But yeah, he has definitely come a long way, and. His skill is getting a lot, a lot better. He's cool, man. They had a song together on 21's last album called uh, A Lot. Mm -hmm. How many kids you got? A lot. How mm -hmm. many women you got? A lot. And that was J. Cole feature on that, too. Yeah. They've been vibing, dude. And 21, it makes 21 feel more sophisticated than just, like, promethazine in my cup. Yeah. Like, it feels better. But uh, mm -hmm. besides that, let's just listen to my life for a second. I'm going to pause it. Just go to a good spot here in the middle. But no, not the ones in the big leagues After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's Nigga, I'm just a product of poverty Full of narcotics to profit off quickly My family tree got a history of users That struggle with demons Not really the hustler instincts Man, if you want someone to talk about real shit And for you to be able to follow it and understand it There might not be anybody better than J. Cole At leading you along mm -hmm. Like, some rappers will have super good content Talk about a lot of real shit But it's not in a straight line 
It's all over the place. They, they drop little bars here and there about everything, and there's right. no order to it. Jake Cole, he might be the best at letting you follow along and the actual his lyrics being like a story with a beginning and an end. So you can listen and picture what he's saying, and each scene, you know, each bar creates a scene that's, yeah. you know, right. it's put after the next and after the next, and like he raps like it's almost like a movie. I like that too. Like I know Logic does that on his uh... – Song Nikki. I remember when let I let you follow along. I, I remember I first listened to that. I was like, "Damn, this is a fucking love song." Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, it's a love song about nicotine, baby." Mm. Like that was such like a cool ass moment when you're like, he's like, "Nikki, where my Nikki? <laughs> where my Nikki? Where, where my, my Nikki? Nikki?" And I'm like, Yo, "Shout out to Nick. Who is Nikki?" And then he says, "Nicotine." I'm like, "What's Nikki?" <laughs> um. Fuck me. So so let's rate it. Let's rate the let's, uh Yeah. Is there anything else that we haven't said yet about the album that you thought we should talk about? I mean, I want to just no, – let me just I, know. I, I kind of let you know how I felt in the beginning. Let but, me just uh, know one more time because I like – this last song might be my actually my favorite song on the album. It's a close tie between Pride is the Devil with Little Baby. Huh? Hunger on Hill? No. You Pri- said it's the last song on the album. Did I? I didn't mean to say that if I did say that. I meant to say Pride is the Devil with Little Baby mm. tied with – what the fuck was the song? I said it at the beginning of this. Uh, whatever. Oh, let go of my hand. That's what yeah. I meant. Pride is the devil. This beat is that feature off the uh, Amine track. Yeah, it's the same producer. They just slowed it down. And Cole bodies it. Yeah. But baby bodies it, dude. dude baby fucking bodies. When baby comes in, stack it up, then I get it and run it up. Like, ooh, like let's just fast forward to the part where baby comes in, cause. I can't get over it. Tired of me, got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology. Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be. It got me feeling different when somebody said he proud of me. Got me dancing like this. This is the hook. He hits the hook, then he hits a little mini bar, and then little baby is like, dude, little baby's got wings, bro, because he flies in. I need like, what are those things called that like Mexican dancers dance with? Maracas. Maracas. Here we go. Such a good. Hit this. Yeah. paranoid. I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? paranoid. I put you over everything. KJ Cole, get to it. Will I have anything? Here, he's getting to it right here. Yeah. Listen to all that just for that, just because I love that. Yeah, little baby. I mean, he's starting to be my favorite baby. I mean, he's always been my favorite baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, for babies. I used to really like the baby because just because like every song he's on, it's a hit. Like he is literally on every fucking song that's a hit. But little baby though is straight up fire. He's like, really he came on, coming out. Dude. When he came on that Drake fucking song, Ooh, uh, what's we... next? Or no, it's not what's next. It's wants it's and needs. Wants and needs. <clears throat> Mm. That was so fire. It was so fire. Somebody made a fucking animated meme about it. I remember that. And yeah. He comes in, he like pushes Drake to the side, and he's fucking rapping and shit. And Drake's like, "Well, that was rude." Yeah. <laughs> the, the producer's, producer's just, just like, "Oh shit. fuck! Oh my god!" Um. Yeah. Little baby. Uh. Fucking pulled that song out the pocket. Yeah, dude. He's a fucking beast. So, so with that, we can get to the review. You want to start it? 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll review this. I think uh, production, I think this is a solid 7.9. You can tell J. Cole has worked his ass off to, to make these beats hot. But I think he's still got a little bit more work to do. Hmm. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I don't want to say the beats sounded the same, which they didn't. But um, they were kind of predictable in a sense. And, um, but overall, I think the production is good. 7.9. I don't know if I want to give it an eight. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be more reserved with my scaling. Because sure. I feel like I've just been giving everybody eights, nine. You haven't. Dude, your last four is like nine, six, four, seven, well, six, I gave, seven. I gave fucking Khaled Khaled a four, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. straight up. Well, it deserved uh, it. True. It yeah, deserved it's it. true. Straight up. But I wanna I wanna tone it back a bit. I feel like I'm I'm giving everybody too much. Okay. I'm, I ain't trying to be sweet no more. Nah, yeah, I get this, you. This this is the off season of being not sweet. Okay. You heard I it here. I ain't sweet. You heard it here. I'm a sour patch, baby. Oh. I'm first. I'm sour. Then, then I'm they're sweet. sweet. Then I'm sweet, baby. Um. So lyrics, I'm gonna give this an eight point five. J Cole has always been a hot ass lyricist, and the twenty one verse. And the little baby verse, just straight up, they killed it too. Um, Eight point five on the lyrics overall. This has high, high um, value to uh, be reaching out to everybody. I mean, J Cole is, is one of the best known rappers out there currently, and uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna give this um, an eight too. Overall, yeah. All right, a little conservative. I see the off-season in you. You mm. put your practice shorts on. Hey, I got them on, baby. You got your practice shorts on. You ain't going to go. You ain't showing me the final product. Dang. All right, well, I'm going to be a little bit less on the practice mode because I thought this was a fucking really good album. Mm-hmm. I got to give it its due. Um, I, like I was saying, I think Jake Cole's one of the most skilled lyricists currently rapping, potentially ever rapping. He's like got most deaf level of storytelling. But, like, lyrically, the dude can fit any word in any sentence, any flow, any way he wants. I mean, you saw that freestyle that he dropped on L.A. Leakers to hype the album. I don't even know if that man wrote that. I wish. It was so good. I was like, did he write that or did he not write that? I don't even care. I don't even care. Just the fact that he graced us with that. I was like, I want want him to come out with maybe a deluxe and just put that on the deluxe version. Just give him the L.A. Leakers, just the audio, rip it. Oh, man, that would be so baller. Legal, um, legal, but he could do it. So... With that being said, I got to go. It's so good. It's He's a nine. I mean, definitely a strong nine. So I'm going to say probably 9.3 mm-hmm. lyricist on this track in particular. Production-wise, I love that there's no tags. I love that it's him. Mm-hmm. And I value that creativity over like the super high-quality production beats that you can just buy from Tay yeah. Keith and right. Quay and uh, who's another one? Young Wheezy. You know, you can always just, if you got money like J. Cole, you could buy 10 top tier beats, but he doesn't. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he gets help making his beats and he gets, mm-hmm. you know, advice from those people because yeah. he's respected, but he, ultimately it's production by J. Cole. Yeah. And I respect that a hell of a lot more. So that ups my rating a little bit. Mm-hmm. So while you, well, I kind of agree with what you said is that the beats aren't really like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I got to go with like a 9.4 on yeah. the beats just because I respect that level of creativity right. from him. That's a lot. That's a whole lot of respect. 
I mean, I respect the that's shit a, out of J. Cole, dog. a lot of respect. Now, overall, I'm going to go with two on this one, okay? Because okay. it's not that good. And on Valentine's Day, I had sex, okay? okay. <laughs> overall, I got to just give an average here. It's going to be a 9-3 for me. All right. Solid album. Um, let's, uh, let's take a quick break for an advertisement. Mmm. And we're back. Just say we're back. And we're back. We'll insert it right there. Um, let's, uh, you know what? Matter of fact, now nah, here we go. All right. So last episode, we told you guys, leave us a voice message on the podcast and uh, we'll play them on the, on the show. Listen to them live. So uh, we got a few. We got a few sent in to us. So let's take a little minute to. Uh, yeah, we're trying to uh, replace Alex's spot because, you know, he ain't here. If you guys haven't noticed, he hasn't been talking this whole time because uh, he's not here. He's not here. But, so uh, um, we're going to listen to – he sent in a voice message as sort of like an interlude. But uh, let's listen to a couple of these, see what people are saying about the podcast. Here's the first one from uh, Cletus, Leatherback Jones. Okay. Am I on? Am I on? Hold on. Let me turn down my radio. I can barely hear myself talk. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I'm eating a deer steak right now. Huh? Shit, brother. Hey, when you gonna play some Lenny Kravitz, brother? He's a rapper, ain't he? I'm tired of listening to all this mumble-jumble rap. Come on, brother. That's your boy Cletus. Holla back. All right, our boy Cletus really gave it to us. He keeping it a hundred with, uh, what, Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz is, in a way, a rapper, yeah. Hmm. I mean, he makes noises with his mouth and <laughs> instruments, but uh, I felt like there was a little twinge of uh, something happening there, but Cletus with a name like that. Cletus, what are you going to do? I don't know. Well, and what we'll was he eating? A deer stick? A deer stick. We'll have to get him on the pot. He sounds like he's from like fucking Alabama or something. Cletus Leatherback Jones. Yeah. Why Leatherback, you think? Because his he's fucking got, back is smooth as shit. Just so burnt from Tanned working with his shirt off. smooth as fuck. Dude, imagine having Leatherback. Oh, man, like a turtle. He, that that's his, like a that's turtle. his fight name in the mud. When he when he goes to his fucking swamp. Cletus Leatherback you can't, grip him up. you can't grip him up because he's too slippery. He's smooth like a seal. Exactly. Leather bag. And he's got a deer stick in his mouth. And he's going to fuck you. I mean, wrestle you. Right. He's going to put you down. And then he's going to throw a knot in your butt. I ain't, yeah. I'll jerk a knot in your ass. <laughs> he's uh, that's not someone I would want to fuck with. But thanks for sending a message, Cletus. We thanks, appreciate Cletus. it. We'll, uh, maybe we'll get, some, we'll get some Lenny Kravitz in here. Maybe not. You know, it's yeah. uh, always a toss-up when you write into this podcast. So keep doing it. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you listening, brother. Let's uh, listen to another one here. This is uh, we'll listen to Alex's. Uh, my boy Alep came in. Man, I tell you what, this podcast really changed my life. Sounds like he's reading a fucking advertisement, <laughs> dude. So scripted. Okay, dude. dude, dude, dude did wants, he write this? He wants his position back so bad, dude. He dude. definitely wrote. It's on his phone. He's reading it off the phone. He wrote the script, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude, his heart is racing when he's reading dude, this. He's sweating. Here we go. Let's keep going. I really thought about getting a job. And changing my life around. And then I started listening to this podcast. I said, fuck it. Okay. True happiness. Get a job. Uh. Is, is sitting at home, listening to three morons, you know, just have fun. And just made me decide to not get a job. And now I just sit at home waiting for every episode to come out. 
build. As you should. Now, he wouldn't be waiting at home for every episode to come out if he actually showed up for the podcast. <laughs> now, that's just my hot take. Yeah, it's a hot take. It's definitely hot. Um, Here's my question. I don't, I don't know where he was going with this. My, well, he's not done yet. There's only there's a few more seconds left. My question is, is did he think we weren't going to know it was him? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like a fucking documentary I'm listening to right now. <laughs> he wrote in, you know, about the podcast, but he's on the podcast. Let's finish it and just give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's get it from the benefit of the doubt. Bulls are piling up. Plates are piling up. Having gone to the grocery store in a month, it's all worth it. Thank you, Out the Wazoo. Now, that's a listener with dedication slash host. And what's going on in his life? Now, that's what I appreciate when you're a listener and you're also a host of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you've recorded an episode. like he's a listener. Well, I can't believe he did that. So he's, yeah, he's he couldn't make the episode. So he he took the role of listener this week. Mm. That's actually That's pretty respectful. Yeah. And it actually takes a lot of skill to really switch gears like that, you know? Mm. To go from being like not funny to also then being like just worse. Right. You know, it, just, it comes naturally <laughs> to some. And to Alex, it actually... You know, it doesn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> nah, we love Alex. Alex, get your ass back on the podcast, bitch. What yes, are you doing? Billy Kudrug. Get your Go to the grocery store. Get your crusty ass. Get a job. Get some clementines at fucking Trader Joe's. Fucking make your house smell good. Start Pick up your socks. Bro. Vacuum. Get a new drill bit. Fix your fucking deck. Go vacuum the lawn. Over, bro. Get over here. Your seat is creaking, waiting for you. Dude, hey, you want something to fix? Fix your chair, bro. Hey, fix your career because it's going to be gone <laughs> next episode. We might get Cletus Leather back on this shit. Okay. Thanks for might, thanks we, for sending it in, Alex. We might, we might start turning into a country podcast. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz I got, only. Hey, I, got a, I got a cowboy hat. It I might be us and, chaps. us and Cletus only Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I'm going to turn my dungarees and assless dungarees, dude. All right. I got another one here from uh, from somebody. It's anonymous. Here we go. Who was that? Listen again. Wow, that doesn't even sound like anybody that I know. Wow. Now, is he saying Jojo or is he saying Jojo? Like Yo-Yo. It sounds like Jojo. Sounds like he's on the toilet. Like he's definitely straining, but uh, you know, I know what JoJo is. You know what JoJo is. JoJo's bizarre, bizarre adventure. adventure. So the anime is this like a callback to JoJo? Might be. I don't know, but I'm I'm intrigued to get this guy on the pod. Me too. JoJo. Now, if it was up to me, I'd I'd have to choose between Cletus and this guy. Yeah, the second guy that we played, but I don't remember his name. He definitely didn't have what it takes. Who? The second guy. We reviewed a second guy. Wow. Doesn't even remember the second guy. That's how forgetful that call was. Jesus. Insane. God. Okay. So thanks, you know, whoever that was, thanks for writing in. You know, I, we watched JoJo, so we appreciate it. Yeah, let's yeah. let's hit it one more time just okay. for, so people can hear. JoJo. And that's all you have. And look, if you were afraid to write into the, to, to leave a voice message for the podcast, that's the lower bar. Right. You you can't go lower than that. So literally anything that. that you say is going to be better than that. So right. that's just encouragement. Write into the podcast. Leave a voice message. But also um, leave a tip because your boys are getting paid. And when we get paid, y'all get paid. 
I got one more on here from our boy Tamale. Oh, snap. Our boy Tamale, Hot Tamale, hot? left us a voice message. Let's see what Tamale has Tamale, to say hot here. Bar tamale? Let's hear it. Let me preface this just by roasting him up a bit because he made one at first yeah. and then he texted me back like 24 hours later. Can I get a redo? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can get any amount of redos as you want, dude. Just write what you want. So he was like, I'm going to do a redo. So this is the redo. So here uh, we go. It actually says take one. So we'll see how it sounds. Yeah. But I have high expectations. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's your boy Tamale? Y'all doing real good. I've been listening every week. Um uh, some might say I'm your biggest fan, except I mean, except for Ryan. Like, I don't know what kind of demographic y'all are trying to reach with that guy, but uh, <laughs> just a few critiques as a as a loyal customer, as a loyal listener of this podcast. I gotta say, y'all are missing a lot of content on, on some of these lost tracks and forgotten artists that really only stand to populate my Twitter feed these days. I'm talking about Lil B. I'm talking about Riff Raff. I'm talking about. Dane Cook's unabridged stand-up tracks. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I'm talking about Break Little Pumps, down. Lost Tracks, but Lil Mama featuring the title single, Lit. What, Little Pump and Lil Mama have a track together? I don't know. Hang on, let, let me, me let me go, let me hit this real quick. Let's do some research right quick. Lil Ollie, Pump. Ollie might be on to something. I mean, he, this is not real. Lil Pump and Lil Mama, it ain't on Spotify. Wait, wait, he was about to tell us what it was called, and I cut him off. Featuring the title single, Lit Boss. I mean... Lit Boss? These are lost tracks? And we're just now finding out about them? He might have just did some. But we might have to listen to some Dane Cook, too. The unabridged? The unabridged tracks. <laughs> I mean... I can't find Lit Boss. We're going to have to do a deep dive here. Let's finish yeah. the call. This man is dropping knowledge on us. He is. I don't think I was... Just saying, saying y'all have a lot of content you're going to miss out on. And as a devoted wazoo wazee wazoo i think y'all yeah. stand to gain a lot of listeners well, oh it all, cut off it Tamali, cut off. if you were a true listener you would know that the plural for a listener of wazoo it is a wazoopial like yeah. marsupial but a wazoo he, he gets it he gets it are you sure yeah you i mean upial if i say upial what do you think of does he get it though Aliupial, dude, Does that could he be. Get it though. He understands. Look, we get that we don't cover all uh, the content. Okay, we don't have the lost tracks of Boss Baby too. No, also, I don't I have mean, the kind of wish we. Did. I don't have the Bubble Guppies remix. <laughs> we don't have Lenny Kravitz on this bitch. Okay, featuring Denzel. No, we don't have that. It might exist out there, but we miss a lot of gold nuggets. Now, so, but do we have the Joker Part Sixty? Yes, dude. We have, that's the content I'm looking for. All of it. And if you have tracks that you need us to listen to, do what Hot Tamale has just done. Write in, send a voice message, and we will check them out. Yes. And if they're actually nuggets, right, of gold. We're going strip mining, baby. We're going to get the diamond pickaxe and pull that shit up. And when we record the next episode you'll know what we think so ollie i hope for your sake these are heaters because if lil pump featuring lil mama doesn't slap <laughs> it's over yeah 
Say goodbye to the number one fan's position. Thank you for writing. Thank you for leaving voice messages. We love everybody who does that shit. That shit was fun. I, I like that. I love that. Leave a that's, voice that's message every a, week. That's such a little neat uh, addition to uh, Anchor. Yeah, it makes me it makes me just like happy, honestly. It makes it, it makes, makes everything feel a little more real. Yeah, right. And that's cool to know that people want to people want to write in, and you know, I don't. No one has to reach out to them and tell them to do it. Right. Which is definitely how this was. Right. So, um, going from there, I had a couple singles that I just wanted to bring up. Hot right. singles in your area, uh, well, which I think the, is what we should probably call this the name and number. We should probably call this segment "Hot Singles in Your Area." Um, but I, I had you listening to this song last night, dude. It's called... Uh, I don't know if it was the weed that got me schmack or if it was the weed that got me schmack. But when I listen to this song, oh boy, my shoulder shrug. We did, the, we did the shit where you just put your head down and shake it. The whole song. This we didn't is, even talk. This is OMB Bloodbath. We didn't even talk about how good the song was. No. We both and we just didn't have our to. eyes squinted, our fucking elbows parallel with each other and just pulling the shit down. Just... I I peaked. I'll be honest. I had my eyes closed, but I peaked at one point to see how you were doing, and you were vibing. And right next to you, dude, my dog was vibing. Yeah, your dog did the same had her, thing. Had her elbows inverted and her paws up, going twisting her. I was like, "How is she form? doing that, like, dude? She definitely needs to go to the vet." <laughs> so let's listen to this fucking shit. Oh, who's playing that flute? Oh, no, shit be stole low as a dry top. Slide the most, hit it, scoop a whole shit, snot top. Pigeon toe, yellow bone, hole in a crop top. Pigeon rose, yellow bone, hole in a crop top. Good. That's called dropout, just to give you a snip. I mean, I fucks with it. And that, I, and from that, that's a heater. How I found OMB Bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Now, there's only one other song I've ever heard of her in. It's a her, by the way. She's like a young MA type character. Mm-hmm. Not. You know, her discography is not super deep. There's not a whole lot of other songs that slap like that. But that one in particular, that got my gook. That got me wet. That got my I'm gook, a- and I want more shit like that. Yeah, like that was uh, that was like deep, grungy type shit. And he didn't stop the flow. I mean, if y'all listen to this song, the whole flow, it just doesn't stop. There's no break in it. You don't even hear this dude breathe. It's pretty incredible. This motherfucker got lungs of steak. That's Max O'Cream, dude. He's big as shit. I know, dude. He's big as shit. And guess what? I respect the name. Let's uh do you have a single you want to hit? Um, I don't think so. Cause if not, we're gonna singles. move on to the uh second album that we're gonna hit this week. Let's just move on to that second album, dude. Now this if we've ever covered a heater before, this is a heater, dude. Lil Yachty, Michigan Boy Boat, album Michigan, of the year. It's Michigan Boat Boy. Michigan Boy Boat. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck you got? Why, You're writing that it backwards. Make sense. Oh, my dyslexia. Michigan Boat Boy. It's no, Michigan. dude. Michigan Boy Boat, because he's his name is Boat, dude. Lil Boat. All right. Michigan Boy Boat. Okay. Delaware Boy Shatsu. Okay. Got him. All right. Spot him, got him. Got you. Beatbox remix. Got it. It's coming. Okay. We're going to record it. It's a it. June bug. It's a June bug. In June. We'll hit it. This is a Michigan Boy Boat, Lil Yachty's most recent addition to the world of perfect rap. It's a 14-track, 40-minute album, and I bang with it, baby. And guess what? I do not 
bang with this. We about to go to war, baby. <laughs> I'm going to war. I got my weapons. Get your fucking earplugs, everybody, because this one's a deep fucking dive into hell. <laughs> this shit, look, man, it has its ups and downs, but it, every it good roller coaster down. does. It was dude. mostly down. Every good roller coaster has its ups and downs. Mm, no, it was like two anthills and then nah, dude. just flat the rest This was of the King Daka, right? On but opposite. Steroids, it's bro. opposite. Wow, King just put Dekar. you just down. <laughs> that actually would be more terrifying if King Dakar was upside down. Yeah. Holy fuck. And it went underground. Shit. They should start making underground rail coasters. Wait, underground railroad? They already did that. Harriet Tubman? It's called the Harriet. Uh, <laughs> what's it what's it gotta be called it's the it's just called the underground railroad bro it's the harriet it's the harriet scudman <laughs> the underground railroad the big fumunda uh, railroad okay so michigan my boat day immediately ones. just lost our attention but let's get back into it let's go back in let's um i'll talk about my shit first so okay. that you can shit on it and then we'll review it okay. um there's not a ton of shit to talk about here but oh there is um, there's a lot of shit to talk look, about this is yachty if you've never heard of yachty he came out with you know, he got famous off a Twitter video, basically, of his earlier song, One Night, which is, I don't want it for one night. And that's the lyrics, because I know they are. He uh, has this weird style. He's from Michigan. I think he's from Detroit. Has a weird style of rap where he doesn't really follow a flow or a cadence. He just sort of fits his words in to the beat. And the beat is typically hot. Detroit production. Typically. He came back, and this this album is specifically for Detroit rap. It's all Detroit players, rappers, producers. The man went in and and let his homies eat, which is I respect that. They, they eat all third eat. world baby. Now <laughs> there was maybe a gumdrop, <laughs> fucking squat of fucking piss. They eat. On, on so this, this album got features like T Grizz. V's now a lot of people I never heard of V's Baby Smooth Louis Ray RMC Mike Icewear Vezo Rhea the Young OG Babyface Ray did I say that Sada yeah. Baby Sada Sway, Baby Sway Lee was on here Baby Tron uh, by No Sway Lee and that was one of the hottest songs oh. on the album you gotta admit I thought you just name of the feature Slap Savage Crispy the Kid sorry no Crispy Life Kid which not a bad name right. Um, so ton of features, and uh, I think that the features kind of take over this album because Yachty is not in the spotlight. If you ask me, he's sort of it's almost like it's a collab album. What's well, it's the point? It's the point of Michigan Boy Boat. He's just he's collecting all these Michigan rappers, and he's just trying to um, use his uh, popularity to get these guys into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Would I have really fucked with this album if not all these features were on it? I don't know. I mean, Lil Yachty is on pretty much every song and with a verse, and every verse of his is garbage. <laughs> Straight up garbage. I disagree with you, man. I think that he actually has some funny-ass bars, and he actually has good bars. It's just his delivery is so unorthodox that it takes away. Like... You can't imagine but if that's Eminem what drives me nuts. Wait, wait, wait. Imagine if Eminem or J. Cole, you know, their level of rhyming. Yeah. Imagine if they took that and just pulled it off the beat. Like, you know, the beat is like the meat. It clings to the bone, and the bone is the beat. I think. And no, I'm sorry. The the lyrics are the meat. 
and the beat is the bone, okay? So you got to pull the meat off the bone, and that's little Yachty. So you just have a bone. You got a bone and a bunch of meat that's just sort of around the bone. So are we... That's a good metaphor. Are Fuck we you. catching bodies right now? So look, I'm going to go in and just tell you my favorite tracks because oh, you're going to shit on them. But uh, I fucked with Dynamic Duo with T no! Grizzly. Listen to these beats, dog. I'm just telling you, it's hype music. If you ever took a second to listen to the lyrics, would you turn around and look at your friend and say, what are we doing? Yeah, you would. Right. But you can't deny that this beat goes hard as shit and that I'd put up an extra 25 pounds on the on the squat rack if this was in my headphones. Hey, little Instagram ho, how much you fucking fuck? After me going that room and some little bro. You know, I don't really understand that lifestyle either, where you have a hoe. Definitely a T Grizzly beat. Yeah, of course. But you ever understand that lifestyle of like, I got a hoe, I just banged her, and then when I'm done with her, I'm going to tell the hoe to go to my friend and do him next. I never understood that either. Like, that's all. First of all, hella disrespectful to your bro, right? To be like, I go first. Like, what is this, the Lion King? Well, it's just like they're passing the fucking the bitch meat. around like a like a joint. It's nasty, Everybody dog. A hit. Dude, who's like, if you're the lowest homie on the totem pole there, bro, you just get the like eighth eighth round and the girl is just worn out, dude. Yeah, she just like looks like a dirty Her rag. running. She's got like seven cream pies. But she <laughs> makes to stick it in. Her feet are squelching when she walks across the floor. She's got gangrene. <laughs> She's got trench foot. <laughs> She's got fucking trench foot, dude. And this dude is just like, yo, it's my turn now. <laughs> hey, I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> hey, so I'm going to give you the night of your life. It's already been four nights in a row, and she's just screaming, dude. She's had eight nights they of her life. They haven't at all. Oh, oh God. Dude, that's, dude, that's, that's slavery. That's, that's that, fucked that's up. That's what bitches want. And that's what they want, huh? That's what they want. Shit, I can't live that life. I mean, I'll leave that to T, Grizzly, and Lil Yachty. They, they got a lot of pride when it ain't happening, but when they getting that money, <sighs> they taking dick down the throat. <sighs> And they don't care. Hey, more power to you. Yeah. If you want to suck on T Grizzly and then B Grizzly and C Grizzly, then <laughs> go ahead, dude. The fucking whole alphabet run on the train. Yeah. God. So I fucked with that song. And then I also uh, heavily fucked with Never Did Coke with Swaley because I right. think this beat's actually hot. Yeah. I will agree. The beat and Swaley. Swaley's smooth as shit. Now, if you remember, he posted a picture of his penis on Instagram a while back. Now, that's a perfect example of what Lil Yachty sounds like, the whole album. Yeah. And that just, it makes me mad. Yeah, but do you hear the, the, the actually, the actual words of the bars are okay? Yes. yes. The, well, no. The words of the bars are kind of garbage. I don't know he, about that. If, it's just, if anybody else rapped it, his lyrics, it would sound fire. But it's just his delivery, I think. It's the, it's the same deal as with these other artists that you're just like, I can't listen to their voice, man. It's like right. Danny Brown and uh, who else? Fuck. Someone else. Not Danny Brown, but someone else. Who is it? Danny Brown. No, there's Bill somebody Bell, else. Boss Baby too. No, it's someone that Alex is always like, I can't listen to him. I oh, don't like uh, his voice. It's uh, Lenny Kravitz. It should be Lenny Kravitz. You're <laughs> actually right. Kravitz. You're right. You're right. You're right. Now, continue with the songs that you like because I, I don't I, – because I'm ready to go off on a rant. Okay. okay. Uh, so what was that? That was Dynamic Duo was okay. 
I actually liked, I mean, consecutively, the first song was eh, because it was just Yachty. But then after that, I fucked with Dynamic Duo. I was still fucking with Concrete Goonies. Don't Even Bother was okay. G.I. Joe was pretty good. Never Did Coke was the best song on the album in terms of the sound of it. Yeah. And then I really liked Ghetto Boy shit with RMC Mike because I fuck with people who sound weird as shit. And you can't get weirder than this. Heaviest beat. It's so funny because it sounds so garbage. Like, I can't imagine anyone pulling up to a light, bobbing their head to that, and I have respect. But for some reason, I bang with it. I don't know. All right. So then, uh, other than that, man, I mean, the album was pretty much the same song, like, 14 times. But... I respected the craft. I respect putting up your homies, you know, and giving them the shine, letting them eat. Like T Grizzly lets now, his homies eat they, on the hoe. What are they eating though? They're eating that I mean, hoe. They, they could be eating, but what exactly did they put on the plate? Corn. That's it. That's and guess pretty what? much you it. You can't even digest corn. And I couldn't digest this album. So let me just get right into this. Keep okay? going. First off, there's a song on this album, okay? And it is called Don't Even Bother. Yeah. And that's how I feel about this album. <laughs> Don't even bother, okay? Um, that's that's my uh, perspective on this album. Now, Lil Yachty, when he first came out with his career in rap, it was actually pretty fire. He was, he was hype, and he was really getting into a certain vibe. He didn't always do this whack... Uh, flow shit that he does on purpose but he purposely when you listen to this album he purposely has an unorthodox flow and it doesn't it doesn't catch quite up to the beat so like you're constantly trying to your your mind is focusing on the beat but you also have to focus on the lyrics which are not on the beat so you're kind of losing yourself in this whole thing it's jarring it's very jarring and every fucking beat practically sounds the same it's like the same fucking bass snare type of build up and it just such a snooze fest i wanted to get my pillow and sleep i will openly admit i wanted to sleep on this album now dynamic duo okay t grizzly says yeah, my gun like my silverware, I eat with that. Hot. Okay. How do you eat with a gun? <laughs> I wanna know. The beat before the the bar before that was like I keep my heat on that and then I my gun, my silverware, I eat with that. And here's how. Because he shoots motherfuckers, steals their money, pays for food, eats. That's how you eat that's with a Glock. No, 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 no. Yes, dude. That's no, how you T eat Grizzly with a is the type of dude that does not do that type of thing. How do you know? He was in prison. He made he first day out. He got butt-fucked in prison. But how did he get in prison? By getting butt-fucked? By getting butt-fucked. He probably got caught passing the hoe around he one too many times. and still went to prison. You think he snitched? Yeah. No way, dude. T. He's Grizzly don't snitch. snitch. He don't snitch. snitch. He went to court. He didn't snitch. He sounds hard as fuck. He's hard as fuck. But he's stupid. Tell man. Tyler, our boy Tyler, he loves T. Grizzly. I don't fuck Tell with him. Tell Tyler this shit. I don't shit. fuck with him. He'll smack you across the neck. Actually, he's so nice, he'll kiss your neck and say, your opinion is valid. <laughs> he said, it was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure having you. Now, I want to move on to, um, he also says, 
I wish I had it that good. I got it at the semen. When he says that bar, it sounds like he's saying semen. But you know what he's saying, though? No, because he doesn't uh, articulate the T's. And his name is T. Grizzly. So what's the <laughs> issue? He said, I got it out the semen. Listen to the bar. He said, cement. Let me know. What do you want to cement? It doesn't rhyme with the bar. Cement? I got to get cement. Cement? Yeah, right. But listen, but are you going to purposely rhyme a bar that. I got it out the semen. Yeah, he got that sounds like semen. semen. You're right. It sounds like semen. semen. It sounds like semen. And I instantly lost. Now that's hella gay, and I respect that. He Um, should link up with Lil Nas X. He, it's just him, both of them. They're just stumbling. Lil Yachty's the type of rapper that says he'll beat a dude's ass on a song, but in person, he'll straight up hold the door for you. I feel like he would too. I feel like he straight up would kiss your mouth. I mean, it sounds like he's just freestyling this whole time. He might be. It sounds like he's just freestyling and not really caring. And he made this album specifically for other people to just shine. To shine. That's what I think. What I thought really defeated the purpose was that he could have made this so much better, but he made this album garbage with the way he rapped. So this album isn't going to catch. So the whole point of this album is destroyed because he wants to do his unorthodox flow. And sound like he doesn't care. Sounds like he doesn't care. And if and if he sounds like he doesn't care, then that no one else is, is going to care. Gonna How can I care if you exactly. don't care? And that's what I didn't like. And it was the the whole don't thing just kind of sounds lazy. Uh, but I did, however, have a silver lining, and I did like two songs. GI Joe beat. I want you to play the beat. That shit. I mean, the verse is still kind of ass though, <laughs> and that's exactly what I wrote. But the beats fire. You ready for it? Yes. Like, I could definitely see just a little baby murder yeah, something. I want something from this. It's just, Yachty does just not deliver. It's hard for Yachty to deliver. He's on a boat. um, Okay, I'll give you that. And uh, Never Did Coke was... Fire. That's I agree. Was the best song in the album. Um, Lil Yachty's verse on that song, garbage. Yeah. There wasn't a single time where I was like, "Damn, Lil actually, Lil Yachty actually killed that." But never in his career have I ever thought Lil Yachty actually killed that. Right. I listened to the Yachty song for the features, like when he did TD with uh, ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, and yeah. Tierra Whack, and it had that sick ass Tokyo Drift beat. Mm-hmm. That was not listening for that for Yachty. I was listening to that for Rocky, Tyler, and then Tierra was on the end. But but anyway, Swaley killed it, and he even had a fucking E40 bar at the end of this my boy. song. That's my boy. Tell me when to go. How more trapidocious can you be? Can't I mean, be much more than that. I don't understand it. Okay, it's, E40 is so corny, man. Bar. Just, oh, bar. but you know what? I'd rather listen to E40 than Lil Yachty. Hey, I'm all Straight right with up. that. Hey, I'm Straight down up. with that. So I'm a. Why don't you go ahead and rate this album first? All right, let's a- Alex. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Strange. So I always talk about quality of lyrics, creativity of lyrics, content of lyrics, and then I'll try to mix that all together to make my rating. But it's difficult. It's gonna just be low, just because I felt like the creativity of the delivery is high. Like no one else raps like Yachty. No one else raps like T Grizzly. Yeah, RMC because, Mike. Because no one else has Alzheimer's. It could be dude. Do you think he has Alzheimer's? <laughs> he has a bad he memory. How to flow. 
he um it's different and i appreciate different but when the you know actual it makes the rapping hard to listen to it's so jarring like that it definitely subtracts from the quality for me and while i think he's got um funny bars in there he actually has like some good like little laughers and makes me laugh he's uninterested he's kind of uninspired he's just sort of going through the motions so it, it subtracts it even further for me so i'm gonna give him honestly the lyrics on this album are gonna go down to probably like a 4.5 and that's just being respectful um, we're all about being respectful in this podcast. Production-wise, I didn't mind the production. I knew that going into this album, it was all Detroit, all Michigan players. So I'm okay with it because that's the sound that is big and that's being crafted in Michigan right now. So it's okay to me that the beats are repetitive because it's a good sound. It's it, it To me, stood up for all 14 songs. Like Even if it was repetitive, it still sounded good on the 14th track. Like, mm-hmm. I like the cadence. I like the shit. I can picture myself freestyling on it. I like that shit. So production-wise, I'm actually going to go a little higher. I'm going to go maybe like a 7.9. Oh, I thought that was good. That is very generous. I mean, it might be a little generous, but, I mean, honestly, I knew what I was walking into and I, what what to expect. That's Kylie generous, baby. So I'm giving it to him, you know? Caitlyn generous i'll switch it up on you so overall though i can't say the album has good appeal the features are all like you know uh less famous dudes coming up so there's not really any appeal for the features besides like t grizzly or sway lee so overall i mean this album doesn't garner a whole lot for me um i'm probably gonna have to give it like a five yeah okay when i think of this album okay like now don't blow my back out now no i'm gonna blow your back out so you better arch that shit well, i'm gonna turn around real quick and then you go ahead now just imagine Lil yachty trying to go on tour right and trying to do this album mm-hmm. what is memorable about this album nothing how can you stand there <laughs> looking at me with those big baby doll eyes <laughs> And tell me that this motherfucker could go on tour and remember every one of these lyrics. Absolutely, and have, and he would have not. And a fire-ass tour. He would not. Absolutely, he would not. This is not like when – I feel like when artists make albums, they want it to be like the best that they can do all the time, have it hype, you know. Ex- I mean whatever kind of style they're doing, you know. But his flow – just doesn't match the way that um, popularity likes it to be. Like this is – it's just not something that could ever be I think enjoyed at like a concert or something. I would fuck with the beats. You know what this is? And not to interrupt you. But yeah. remember when we went to the show uh, fucking – was it Mob? ASAP Mob? Yeah, ASAP Mob. They just play beats in the background right. at the beginning of the show to get the crowd hype. Mm-hmm. They could play these beats before the, the main event comes up, and I'd be, I'd be vibing. This could get me in the mood right. for a good-ass show. Right. But as an actual song at a concert, I would not get hype for it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's this a lead like up. some opener for the opener type shit. Yeah, this is some little key that nutted on her eyelid type like shit. Like type jump. Kill type shit. Yes. Now, um, 
Lyrically. Okay, go ahead. Three. Smash. Lyrically three. Okay. The lyrical flow, the lyrical delivery, uh-huh. the lyrical lyrics sure. itself. Sure. Plain and simple, Little Yachty was supposed to be the one to shine on this album to yeah. make all of his boys eat. Sure. Guess where they're eating? Yeah. Ethiopia. And guess what they're eating? What? Sand. Okay, they have a mouthful of sand, and guess what they have to drink? Each other's sweat. Oh, that's what so drinking, salty, okay? dude. This shit it's so was salty. so nasty. I, let me ask you this. Based on what you just said, does Yachty think he's bigger than he is? Yes. Do you think that he thought, by just tacking his name onto it, it was going to get shine? Yes. And it didn't. Because yeah. some of these songs are still at 100,000 plays, and it's been a couple weeks Which now. Which breaks my fucking heart because Deontay Hitchcock would kill for that kind of view. Yeah, well, well keep doing your rating. I'll pull up Deontay Hitchcock's My lyrics views. are a three, okay? My production on this is a little bit higher, but it's it's still not quite above par. This is at least a 4.5. The The beats are so lazy and sleeper um it's just it it, every song just sounded the same i mean granted the other two songs that were pretty fire even them they still have like kind of like the same bass track yeah and lil yachty like you said his tone is flat the whole time these beats are like pretty flat for the majority of this album sure um so I think overall I'm rating this like a 4.1. Okay. There you have it, folks. Mm, mm, mm. And that's the episode. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? Um, Let's see. Do we have any other singles we want to jump on? Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you want to bring some up quickly here, just to follow up on what you said about Deontay Hitchcock. He's got... Off of Better, the album. Mm-hmm. Highest listened song is How the, uh, How the Fuck with Black... Mm-hmm. Has a uh, ten million listens. Mm-hmm. Lowest on the album is Shadow Man's Interlude, which yeah. I mean we probably would have agreed with that. But what's heartbreaking is that Circles and Angels are the next two lowest. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So like the highest on his album was How the Fuck. Then it's I Got Money Now with JID. Mm-hmm. Then it's Flashbacks with Miguel and Saint Beauty. Okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. Then it's Growing Up mother god mm-hmm. and then it's flashbacks and then you've got attitude and young nudie so like it's only the songs with his features on it that are giving him fucking wow. clout which is so heartbreaking because arguably you know i have mad respect for jid and black but deontay hitchcock is at least at their level of of artistry Absolutely. at least if not Absolutely. higher i might argue higher in some cases his potential way higher yeah that's heartbreaking. Circles and Angels are so good. But you know what? Fucking pressure um, creates diamonds. You're damn right about that, son. That's some real shit. That's some wazupial instrumental news now, for you, baby. And you know what? I don't care if he doesn't get popularity. If if he's going to continue to make fucking great music uh-huh. while he's only getting less than 30,000 views. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with that, but I but I need him to blow up so he doesn't lose steam. I need him to at least get some clout so he gets that hook. The hook gets in him, and yeah. then he gets rocketed to the top. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be top for me because once you go top, it, your shit could 
fall over. You know, like his quality could take a nosedive. He could start making floor seats too. Oh, Lord, Lord <laughs> forgive. He could get a Duke Deuce feature and maybe then we fuck with him. But um, besides that, I mean, in terms of singles, there's a lot of shit that came out this week. We could but, um, um, listen to the Suicide Boys single that just came out and then we could call it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was okay. It's called Avalon. It's different. It's after their last one was, uh... Stop staring at the shadows. No, the last single they dropped. They're gearing up to make another album, and it's not going to be what Stop Staring at the Shadows was. This is going to be, like, a more sing-songy album, right. I think. But here's Avalon. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm... I want to hear this album because it's not like their lyrics are terrible because their lyrics are lyrics are just always lyrics. Whatever. For Suicide Boys, you don't listen to the words. Ruby just always gets me going, you know, so. But listening to uh, Scrim's delivery right here, they're not putting effects on their voice anymore. And he's not, he's totally changing it up right here. Listen to this. He sounds different. That's not what he normally sounds like, if you ask me. He's got a more clear, clarified... I mean, honestly, and that might sound weird, he sounds happier. I don't know why, but it sounds more, like, bright. It's not that, take the head off a bed like a Mozzie. Like, Stop Staring at the Shadows, that album was all about, in my opinion, them staring at their dark side of depression, drugs. What if they became, like, a K-pop band after this? Like, what if they just went from darkness to light, and they just became, like, a seriously number one in Korea? And they were with uh, Kim Jong-un, and they had pink hair. Honestly, I'd be pissed. And they're singing, get the sticky on, you see with the icky on. Ain't my money dungarees. Um, So that's all we'll listen to this week. Next week, uh, I would love to review that 42 Doug album that came out yesterday. Yes. And uh, we want to review some more voice messages. So make sure you guys leave one down so we can review it. Leave us um, voice messages. You can tip us, you know. So we're going to set up a little payment system. You tip us, we tip you. Give us a dollar. We'll shout you out and make a little freestyle for you. We'll do something interesting. Keep it, keep it lit. You know, you give us one penny, I'll shout you out, okay? You give us two pennies, that's your two cents. I don't need that. But uh, if you give us a 25 cents, I'll literally get on the ground and lick the floor, all right? It's, it's what I'll and do. you don't have to give us your name. You could just give us your handle or something. But make sure you review, rate, subscribe to the podcast on anchor.fm.outthewazoo. Now we switched it. It's anchor.fm slash wazoo podcast. Oh. I changed it to wazoo podcast because last time I told you I didn't put the 69 on there, I did. It was me, and I was trying to be funny, and it wasn't funny. And I, I lied, I lied, and I changed it. Okay, you said "et," change it, and I said "et." Okay. So thanks for listening. Episode one hundred and eight. We'll talk to you guys next week.